Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. This week, it's David Boyd's origin story. Yeah, yeah. Finally. Finally. Uh, yeah, David, thank you so much for doing this and opening up. and Because uh, you talked about some pretty crazy experiences, and I'm, I'm glad you were able to open up. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, when the first thing you asked me, is there anything off limits? No. No. There's nothing off limits. Dove right in. I'm a I'm an open book, bro. Yeah. That's why I, have I you, don't like reading. That's why I have you and the boys on. You're like, no, fuck it. <laughs> fuck nothing's it. off limits. Might Let's as go. well. Why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? What do we got to lose at this point? Exactly. Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we talk about like your um, your early life, your time in the military, your upcoming um, engagement. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh. We're by the way, so we're literally hours before David is going to pop the question to his uh, longtime girlfriend. So literally. we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Literally, yeah. <laughs> well, it's be, this is being recorded Saturday. The show will come out Tuesday by the time you all are listening to it. So by then, you'll probably see some social media posts of, oh, how, yeah. it, of how it went between now and then for yeah. sure. But you can hear you know his thought process before that. So. Oh my god. <laughs> You'll be fine, bro. Can you hear the sweat coming out of my pores? Yeah, you yeah, oh, you lost man. like 5 pounds Jesus during this recording. Oh, <laughs> but again, thank you for sharing so much and I, I really appreciate you and the boys being on the show. Um, where can they find you, Dave? Uh, you can find me at that boyd 1989 on Instagram and David Boyd uh, on Facebook. Uh, I just want to plug real quick firefightersdown.org. It's an organization um started by my actually my girlfriend's dad he's a retiring captain for la county fire and basically he's just giving um helping out after he retires for retired and um uh and active firefighters we're having some trouble with some on job stuff we know they i mean these guys are heroes to us and they go through some gnarly things and it's not always exp- they, they, they're hard dudes and they're not always easy to talk to or don't like to share their feelings, mm-hmm. but this way they get an opportunity to get that help, talk to other firefighters that have been through the same situations. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, like I said, just get that help and, uh, and, uh, get to that next, next part of their lives. So firefightersdown.org. Definitely. Yes. Please check that out. You can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. Uh, the Geek Offensive is on all social media as well with the handle at Geek Offensive. This show is part of the Geek Say What Network, which has a bunch of shows uh, for you to listen to. Well, it has a few now on the horizon. There'll be <laughs> yeah. a lot more. Um, so thank you to JPG for setting all of this up. Um, first up, you have Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture hosted by Alex Gallet, Cole, and JPG, and Anthony. Um, we have a twice-a-month trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. Uh, both those shows are available now on Apple Podcasts and Google Play, or wherever you get your talking. On the horizon, we have DGIF, hosted by Alex, excuse me, Gemma Vidal and Alex Gallet. Um, it brings uh, marginalized issues in focus and it talks about all of it in context within the geek community so check keep an eye out for that one you'll hear more announcements about that show soon uh, along with rp geek allegories hosted by uh, jpg uh, bring issues that matter to the table um i'm gonna guess there's like dragons or something in it i don't attacking know. robots yeah sure um it's jpg <laughs> it's got to be good right so check that out um a big shout out to wayland productions our associate producers for providing the space the equipment helping us sound great um you can find them at wayland.ws and please check out their uh, audio drama we're live frontier now available on alpha 
Lastly, the show is brought to you by the Bullet Club T-shirt, now available through my social media, Geek Offensive social media, and this Filipino American Life's media. Um, click the link in my profile, uh, fill out the form, and we'll get those shipped out to you as soon as possible. Um, they're going fast, though. We're already out of mediums, so um, just get a large and tailor it. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it, David. Thank you. Thank so you so much for doing this. This was so a blast. Good. Hell and, yes. And then uh, I can't wait for what's going to happen oh, in a few hours. God. <laughs> yeah. Just stay loose. Like, yeah. Prote- yeah we're we're going to get, it's like we're getting you ready for a prize fight. Just yeah. Just sit, just sit in a room. Stretch. Yeah. With my, my headphones on. Exactly. No get, sound. Get in the zone. <laughs> Everyone shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, don't forget to check out our uh, slash titty drop. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Cue my music. Finally got you one on one, man. I know this is a long time coming. Yeah, long time coming. Yeah, completing the Triforce. You good yeah, there? I know, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Finally. All right. Cheers, brother. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Never too early. Never too early. Ah, that's good. Yeah, it is seven fifteen in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's noon. It's okay at lunch on oh, a Saturday. Sure. <laughs> even at even at your job, you can have one shot or two beers on your break. Yeah, it's California exactly. state law. Yeah, so you're fine. You're good. I mean, if you're working at a bar or at a Bevmo or something, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just you're, fine. Good. you're good. <laughs> For me, it was like four shots and uh, three beers in that break. So was it Sharkies? Yes. God damn, fantastic. That feels like it was forever ago. It was. I mean, I think I left there. It's been over a year now. It was only a year. Yeah, over a year. I've been uh, away from the. This yeah, bar. It just feels like it's been longer. Because I remember yeah. you'd have to, we'd never see you because you lived out there. Yeah, I lived out there. And obviously, my work hours was like, you know, I didn't get off till four in the morning. So yeah. I was sleeping during the day, get up, do the do the do. And then even when I wasn't, I would, even when I had like an opening shift, I would stay out there like an idiot and get completely <laughs> wasted for free. Uh, but yeah, but who didn't do that? So I mean, part, if you, yeah, if you like, worked in that industry at all, it's going to happen. Everyone knows if you work in that industry. Uh, I'm glad I didn't get into coke. Yeah, that was that was a that's a big <laughs> that's a big thing. You could pat yourself on the back. Yeah, about that for one. sure. Huge, like that was huge. <laughs> I just drank a lot, like mass amounts of alcohol. So, I mean, it was fun. Made a ton of money. Shout out to the service industry. With that, you know, we need those guys. We need yeah. the bartenders. We need the servers. I mean, it's yeah just part that's, of the, part of it. Yeah, that's always kind of a deal breaker. If I meet somebody new, whether it's like dating or just like meeting new friends, yeah. Like if, if I see them treat like service staff like shit, oh, I'm yeah. like now nah, we're done here. I have a huge issue. Like even my, even like my, my parents sometimes, like my mom, mm-hmm. she's the worst. What she is the worst, and like maybe it has something to do with the fact she hated me working at the bar, but she's always kind of been like, she doesn't like, but in her, to, you know, in her defense, she doesn't like interacting with people. Like, I feel like she hates everyone equally. 
So it's not like she goes out of her way to okay. like be mean to these people. She's just that interaction with like a stranger and stuff mm-hmm. is like not easier for her. Okay. So she's kind of very like cold and stuff when it comes oh, okay. to that. You know what I mean? Like cold, I can understand, but when you're treating them like they're yeah, beneath you, some people, that's way worse. Some people go out of the way. Yeah. To like, like I've had like um, three hundred dollar checks where they won't tip. Yeah, that's shitty. And I'm just like, it, like they may not have been an asshole, mm-hmm. but the zero at the bottom of that check was just like, well, fuck. Yeah. That whole four hours I was serving you and <clears throat> mixing up all your drinks and trying to create a good time for you, and then and you're like, I should have spit in them. Yeah, exactly. I, I all probably should have just poured you water. Yeah. For I, fucking I, no money. And it's just common sense. Like uh, ultimately, I wish we didn't have to like resort to the tipping system. But yeah. Since we are, I'm like. Maybe not fuck with people who handle your food yeah, and drinks. Yeah, handle your food and drink. Like, <laughs> and like, all we're there to do is facilitate a good time for you, especially yeah. bartenders. That, mm-hmm. granted, some bartenders suck. Yeah, and some are just you know there to collect a paycheck. But I literally, legitimately liked the interaction mm-hmm. with people. I how thought long, it, I thought it was awesome. How long were you bartending? I was bartending for like a year. Okay. A year, like a full year. Yeah. Sharky's is busy. Like Sharky's that, that is place, one of yeah. the busier. At one point, it was the, one of the. It was ranked top one hundred bar in the world. It was like number eighty six. God damn. Considering how small it is and how they built it and mm-hmm. how it came out of nowhere, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I remember that part. That bar being packed. Like the, I only went out there a handful of times while you were working. Yeah, there, we but. had you there for a fight. Yeah. I remember that. I wasn't fighting. We yeah, were watching no, a yeah, fight. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We were watching well, UFC. Yeah, Brian fight. Ortega was talking shit. Yeah, I had to go no, handle yeah, business. Exactly. And then go. I got killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we had you guys out a couple times, and that was fun. But, I mean, it was just, it was fun. Yeah. It was a fun social environment. Yeah. Well, Dave, you're a new addition to the show. It's official now. You even have the Geek Say What email. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't used. Yeah. I still don't know how to use. <laughs> I don't you even, do I don't, I don't even know where it is. You can set up another account. It's a Google I don't account. know where it is. Oh, my God. I, I haven't seen it yet. All right. Well, all right. We'll set that up afterward. <laughs> God damn it, Dave. <laughs> Dude, this year is like, we're only five days in, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I've- I'm just a huge ball of sweat and just <laughs> discomfort. Why, why would that be, David? Something big coming up tonight? Yeah, we actually, uh, <laughs> uh, now that you mention it, yeah. um, I'm going to be proposing to my six-year-long girlfriend. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I, like at this point, we just got to give her credit. Like six yeah, years with she, me she is put like- put up with your bullshit? Yeah, dude, wow. Man, that's a lot of bullshit. <laughs> Constant bullshit. So- um, yeah, it's a it's a big step. Yeah. Well, I'm again. We're recording this the Saturday, literally hours before yeah. this is going to happen, yeah. Yeah. and then uh, this will be released Tuesday. Um, I don't think you'll have much to worry about, but you know, knock on wood. Yeah, jinx. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like the weather's not cooperating, right. so well, there's there has to something has to go wrong. Has to. I mean, like with this, the way that our relationship has gone, which has been fairly awesome for six years, but you know, you have your ebbs and flows. Of course. As everything in life. Yeah. And this just so happens like, and I'm just like, I've been holding on the ring for like four months. Now. <laughs> like literally I've had the ring for four months. I think I sent you guys the picture of it on our, our group chat like I, four months ago. I think that's why you've been losing so much weight. Yeah, You're just dude, sweating I'm holding just this sweating. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm in charge of this 
this like and i was thinking like how my like how minute or how like how like how unimportant is just this one little tiny object that's mm-hmm. worth so much money but it literally is uh, it literally means forever yeah literally it's like the it's like the signature on a contract yeah it's like, it's yeah. like it, it literally when you give it to whoever you decide to give it to it literally means forever yeah and like that freaks me out and like um yeah, you know, I just, I don't know, man. I didn't even go to school. Like, I didn't even commit to school, <laughs> let alone, like, and I'm just like, oh, man, this is, there's a we, lot. We can't say this is your six years. That is your longest commitment to uh, just any, about anything. Yeah, just about anything. Like, at this point, it's surpassed the military. Wow. At this point, yeah, it's just, It was, what, five years military? Four years. Four years. Four years. I did just uh, the first contract. A lot of stuff went into that. I, uh, I should have been career, but- it just yeah. didn't work out that mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah, and then here we are, a couple hours before the uh, <laughs> the show starts, and like I feel, I like I feel like this is similar to what fighters are going through, like mm-hmm. the day of a fight yeah. and the build up, and then like with the weather thing, it's probably like how the last UFC went, how it moved from exactly. Vegas to Los Angeles. Yeah, we're just and now we're, we're just... changing locations, and everyone's trying to adjust accordingly. <laughs> And we don't know what, I don't know what the fuck, by the way, shout out to Jason and all you guys for just kind of like, you know, Jason in particular for taking the reins and all you guys really supporting this, (laughs) this whole thing, because without you guys, I'm not a planner. Right. I'm not a planner. Like, (laughs) and I feel for Domi so much because I'm going to want nothing to do with the planning of the way. (laughs) I don't want any of it. I like, like. You're just giving her work. What the fuck, man? No. (laughs) Yeah, I say, like, I don't want, I want to be married. I want to be married to this, to this woman. But I I just, like, I'm not, because, like, the thing is, there's always going to be someone who disagrees with everything. Of course. But. They're called racist. Yeah, I know, right? And I don't want to- They would very much disagree to your union. exactly, right? Like Donald Trump, he would immediately veto this shit. Yeah. So, um, with the state, like, with everything, like, I don't, I don't want to worry about, like, my mom's not going to like this, or Mm -hmm. my aunt maybe not agree with this, or I, I don't care about any of that. It doesn't, the only thing that matters- is me and her and what we want. And exactly. And I hope exactly. Not, I hope that's not lost in this whole like this whole build up. I feel like you two would do something simpler. I don't know much about Domi's family or if how would they want things, yeah. but yeah, I feel like you two wouldn't you'd no, want something nice but I, not yeah, like overly fancy. I want no, I want something I literally want like a fifteen minute ceremony and like a six hour reception. Mm. That's literally my goal. Yes. That's literally my goal. I want to get in and get out. Um, so you want it, a Jewish wedding. Ni- yeah. <laughs> have it nice and like everything's good. And, and, and of course what she wants and, you know, as nice as we can make it within reason. Of course. You know, and, but I want like, I want, it's maybe save some money and sp- on an open bar for everybody. Oh. You know, I want to like. I will gladly donate. Yeah, that's so. right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I, uh, those are there's a couple things that I do want. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to have a really good time with my closest friends and family, mm-hmm. and I really don't want a lot of people there. Yeah, you know, I'm let, kind of the same way. Yeah. Let, let's cut out the acquaintances because we'll see them eventually, mm-hmm. right? And let's just keep 
it nice and tight and have a fucking awesome time. Right. You don't have to worry about interactions yeah, between like, all and, these and people like, that kind of know I don't want to spend four hours doing my rounds thanking everyone like yeah. some people do and don't get even get to enjoy exactly. a wedding because it's about everyone else and it's not about them. Because you want to enjoy your day. Exactly. You only do, my plan is to only do this once. Yeah. If this shit don't work work out, I'm not getting married again. <laughs> I'm just fair enough. Yeah, man. Right? I wouldn't like, want to go through that again. Yeah, I'm not like, fuck, man. This but, is the, yeah. just the just the proposal is hard mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. I'm finding. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I feel like this is like the locker room before, and we're just like just move around, stay loose. Yeah, stay <laughs> loose. Remember, stay loose. Listen, she's to got some a mean music. left hook. So yeah, uh, <laughs> stay loose. Like keep keep the blood flowing. Listen to some music. Yeah. find your pump up. Whatever it is, and just we should have rented a room at the, at the place we're doing this just to oh, I have know. you do this. I know, I know. It's like, like where are you cutting weight, David? Yeah, just getting ready for the weight. I'm just. I, <laughs> why are you wrapped up in towels right now? Why are you naked? <laughs> Don't worry about it. This is how I. This is just how Help, I actually use can, a room. Okay. Can you ask the manager if he can turn the heat up? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but man, I'm I'm very excited for you. You and Domi are a fantastic match. I'm happy to be a part of it. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm happy to have you. Guys. Yeah. So the the plan uh, again, she's not going to hear this, and, and yeah, this is going to come out <laughs> afterward. But the plan is we're using my birthday as an excuse to gather at this restaurant, oh, yeah. um, and or it's we're using the lounge part. Yeah, and that's the excuse to get everyone out there, and then you're going to come in. And just fucking Guns throw down. Guns yeah. a-blazing. Let's and go. Bam. It's gonna Drop happen. that knee. It's going to happen immediately, and and so we can enjoy the rest of the night. Yeah. Because I feel like we're, we're using your your birthday mm-hmm. as an excuse, but her best friends are going to be there. Yeah. So as soon as she sees them, there's going to be well, maybe uh, some confusion. Maybe she'll think me and one of your friends hit it off. I don't know. <laughs> hey, maybe. <laughs> but uh, when she sees them- then it's going to be a little, it's going to throw her off a little bit. And I just want to just boom right there, boom, and, right there. there. and then set it off and right. see what happens. I mean, do you want like, are you going to walk right in? Do you want me to like cue every cue you up or like how? No, I, like I literally, walk in? I literally just, it's going to be, we're going to, I, I, the way I see it happening is we're just going to walk in, um, Maybe to throw her off a little bit, just say what's up to everybody, and then boom, mm-hmm. right off the bat. Right. It's Ooh. also terrifying. <laughs> I don't. I what's just, more terrifying, like, serving or this? Yeah, dude, dude, this for <laughs> sure. This is by far the most terrifying moment of my life, in in, in a in the most positive way possible. <laughs> like, it's it, o- it's always funny that with you. Um, like these life experiences um, or any life experiences like always like more intense to you than like your actual time yeah. serving. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, <laughs> because that stuff is so easy when it comes down to it. Cause you can Jesus. always, yeah, you can rely on your training. Like they literally mm-hmm. give you every tool you need yeah. in that situation. And when all else fails, just revert back to your training. Yeah. This, th- this reminds me of this one time, um, we we weren't that close yet. I think I was just vi- I was still living up north, but I was visiting, and we were just watching a Laker game, and it was when LeBron was still like on the the Cavs or the yeah, Heat or the something. And then you just we're just watching, and then you just said, "Man, LeBron, the Lakers are getting killed." You're like, "Man, LeBron's the worst thing to ever happen to me." <laughs> and I'm like, "Didn't you get shot?" <laughs> and without missing a beat, you're like, 
yeah, but he's worse. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, I, I, everything, like, because as much as it's uncontrolled, it's controlled mm-hmm. to a certain point, you know what I mean? But like I said, everything reverts back to training. Out here in the real world, Yeah. out here in, like, that, that world is just, was my world. I thrived in that world. Mm-hmm. Out here, nothing. There's no training manual for proposals. There's no training manuals for how to deal with LeBron on a right. team. Like, thank God he's he's here now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been amazing. Yeah. It's been so good. Like, <laughs> basketball is back in L.A. I love it, man. Yeah. But, um, there's no nothing to revert back to when shit goes south. Right. You know, there's, there's nothing out here that tells you how to deal with your taxes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing out here that tells you how to deal with relationships. Right. In that sense, yeah, it does make sense. Like, why you're thinking like that? That was so much easier. Yeah, like, they they warned me properly. Yeah, exactly. That this was going to happen, and, and they said and like, when this, this is happens, how you handle it. Revert to this. Um, yeah. So, like, if someone's shooting mortars at you, go to the bunker, yeah. wait them out. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's shooting at you, find cover. Then, uh, you know, establish fire superiority, move and kill the enemy. It's it's systematic. Exactly. Everything has steps here. Nothing is real. right unless you, you don't know. unless you consider like the Bible as a guide, right? The Bible tells you a lot, yeah. but you know, I don't they, know about that. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like a lot of people revert back to the Bible and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, man. I don't feel like stoning anyone. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> like we're, I think we're we're past like crucifixions and shit. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, God, like, well, okay, let's let's wind it back. Yeah. Um. I obviously you're here in this great place now. Yeah. Um. You got school going. You got your job going. You got uh, tonight going yeah, on. Yeah. Um. But let's let's wind it back. Um. And this story probably starts before you even met me. It's like you met Jason. Oh yeah. And this is how again this is how you're in our lives. He's kind of the center point yeah, for the whole absolutely. group. Um. Well, how long? How how did you meet Jason? So, and how lo- how old were you? I was sixteen years old. Sixteen. Sixteen years old. I was just like a, I don't know. I was a punk ass kid, mm-hmm. you know, just a dumbass kid. I was a really big dumbass. <laughs> right? And I, I still, I still. Jason have, reminds us every day. I know. I still, have, <laughs> I still, have, I still show signs from here to, from time to time, and um. Uh, so I was 16 years old. I was at a job fair randomly. Mm-hmm. I'd already been hired by one of those shady like carnival setup jobs. <laughs> you were going to be a carny. Yeah, I was going to be a <laughs> fucking carny, bro. So I and I was leaving. I was leaving. We were leaving. Like a traveling like yeah, thing around the yeah, country. Yeah. So <laughs> I had like signed up for this like shady carnival setup company, and I was 16. And my mom's like, "All right, you got a job. That's what we came for. You want to go?" I was like, "Yeah." So on our way out, we see the Jamba, this Jamba booth or the mm-hmm. Jamba setup. It's at the block. Yeah. And um, now called the outlet. Now called the outlet. For all you newbies. RP the block. Yeah. But, excuse me. Um, so I, I saw their setup and I saw how much fun they were kind of having, interviewing and interacting with people. And I was like, all right, mom, let me try one more. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right, go ahead. So I go. And actually, my first interview interview was with Amanda Lowe. I don't know if you ever. I don't met. think I met her. Yeah, so she was awesome. Now she has two kids, husband. She's doing great. Mm-hmm. But she, she was my first interview, and she's like, "I love you. I'm going to pass you on." And then my next one was EJ. EJ, EJ interviewed you. EJ okay, EJ's our, our buddy from years now. Mm. Um, and also again, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> also, also on the same level. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like. You- 
He might be. He's a bit dumber than you uh, are. Yeah. If, I mean, all, if I'm being real honest, uh, I love you, EJ. But I lo- I, but you know he's in a good place now. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. We love him to death. Hopefully he'll be there tonight. I don't know. The interaction with him has been. Don't hold your breath on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so EJ and he was like, yeah, cool. And my final interview was with Jason. Yeah. And you know they hired me. They decided to hire me at Jamba Juice. Mm-hmm. And um. At Santa Ana, which was cool because it was the one right, off Main, right? Yeah, right off yeah. Main, across from Main Place, mm-hmm. uh, Jamba One Six One, like what, <laughs> like what? Um, and then, uh, so yeah, they hired me, and it was awesome because it was a bus ride away from the house. I could even skate there. So, Where were you living at the time? In Anaheim. In Anaheim. Are you're, in, you're not, but you're not from Anaheim. No, I'm from South Bay. South Bay. So it was like. Uh, Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, from Hawthorne. Oh. Hawthorne, and that's where I went to high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm from the South Bay, moved out to Anaheim when I was 16, mm-hmm. got into some trouble in the South Bay. And then, yeah, got it. Yeah, that's why we moved out here. So you went, you went to, but you went to high school in Hawthorne. You, fi- you finished high school in Hawthorne? No, I finished high school out here. Out here. So I moved my sophomore year. Okay. And uh, where'd you go? Uh, Savannah. Savannah High School. Savannah okay. High School. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the the Running Rebels. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. School's name in a while. <laughs> Shout out to Tiger Woods. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so wait, are you literally like Fresh Prince? You got some trouble. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I got into some trouble. Like grades went down. Um, started getting into fights. Like I was one of ten white kids at, mm-hmm. in Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. At my like, it was like me, and my best friend, a couple guys that played baseball, and we were definitely the minority being yeah. white in Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. And got started getting into fights, started running with the wrong group of people. And um, my mom was like, you got to go. So she shipped my ass to Anaheim with my aunt. I lived with my aunt for like a year. Okay. Good mom. Yeah, dude. She she saw that happening, shipped me out. And she came down later. And um, shout out to her, by the way. Single mom, mm-hmm. doing her thing. You know, it, it was, at times she worked three jobs. Jeez. Um which kind of led to like me not being supervised right. a whole lot. And that's kind of what led to exactly. like, getting yeah. it, like just, I was just kind of like, I was on my own schedule, you know, like I, it was, I wasn't doing anything good. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, she saw what was happening, shipped me out. And then I met Jason and them and that just changed everything. So everything. it's that Jamba Juice crew. Yeah, exactly. Like it was so weird how, that group of people that was I was so different from coming from Hawthorne, which you know had the gangs had uh, mm-hmm. had everything that I could have been a part of, and came out here to a very positive group of people mm-hmm. Jason, Darren, EJ, um, two of the three going to college and finishing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> EJ kind of finding his path later on, but still positive, he got there. positive influence on me. Mm-hmm. Them being older, and Did you was, say Darren or Aaron. Darren. Darren. Which da- Darren Dar- Ong. I don't think I meant. No, Darren. Darren, Darren was just another really solid guy that mm-hmm. we 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 worked together with, and mm-hmm. yeah, he just he definitely he was very driven, very motivated. He was kind of yeah. like the iron fist of mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, where he would like when we, stuff was getting too far out as far as work wise, he would reel us all back in. Yeah, and um, so he was he was definitely a motivating force mm-hmm. uh, behind what I am today. So. All the, and then them being so different from me. Yeah. You know, which changed the game for me. Like Jason being the comic book, 
basically your stereotypical geek mm-hmm. you're right like going to college uh you know d- had to deal with bullying growing up and mm-hmm. stuff like that where i was kind of a bully mm-hmm. I-, I could be at times growing up i was right. a bigger kid and you know i had my you know single parent household mm-hmm. it was easy for me to yeah it was just like you, you didn't have like a lack there's a lack of guidance basically like there's no one exactly. to like tell you like Hey, maybe not do yeah, this stuff. Yeah, and there yeah. was no real male figure yeah. either besides coaches. I had some really awesome coaches and teachers, mm-hmm. but there's a point where they start telling you what's wrong, what's right, and you're just like, you're not my dad. Like, mm-hmm. You're not somebody that could tell me this. And then mm-hmm. I think all young men go through that where oh, yeah. we feel we know everything mm-hmm. and no one can tell us shit. Confusing so, age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but meeting Jason and realizing that you know i can he's the one that really opened my mind up to things i would have never thought mm-hmm. i'd be interested in like comics or um harry potter or stuff he knew it, the, the, what got me was how versed he was how mm-hmm. well versed he was yeah like he was knowledgeable about everything if i ever needed a question answer about um at the time about life because he was he's like two three years older than me yeah and he was well. He's 184 now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Right, so. Yeah. yeah. So he's definitely grown a lot. <laughs> he has that knowledge inside of him. Um, but you know, just in general, he he was going through college at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm a high school kid, not doing too hot, and he's already in college, getting A's and getting degrees, and mm-hmm. it was just a positive influence on my life. So definitely changed it around a lot. Oh, okay. So that's what happened. Yeah. Now what what led to you? going to the military um the so what for me i knew at a very early age mm-hmm. i was going to do it yeah i specifically remember the moment i was like i need to do it was september 11th as for you know a lot you know isn't it crazy that some people have no idea like there's people now that are it happened in oh, 2001. Yeah. There's people that are 17 years old no, it, that don't remember the date. There will be people this year at some point that are yeah. 18 able yeah. to vote and they didn't. They, they weren't alive they did during not, They didn't 9/11. experience this, yeah. right? And I still remember clearly. Yeah, like, I, I yeah. remember like it was yesterday mm-hmm. and I was like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember my being woken up by my dad that never used to call. Mm-hmm. So he calls my mom and is like, turn on the TV. And at the time, I remember it was early enough that they still thought a bomb had just went off in the first tower. Jeez. They didn't know it was a plane. Yeah. And so everybody's reporting a bomb, and then all of a sudden, the second plane comes, comes into in. the screen, mm-hmm. and we all watched it happen, just terrified. Yeah. Not knowing what the fuck we yeah. were just we were seeing. Yeah, I remember I was going to a morning uh, practice. I was in high school at the time. I'm a, I'm a bit older than you. Yeah, yeah. I was going to football practice in the morning, but I just remember... My parents were watching it. Like I thought, I legit thought they were watching a movie. Yeah, because they were just like a plane hit a bit. Like what? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's something that you can't fathom at that mm-hmm. that age or or anybody. It doesn't matter how old you were. No, no one could fathom that someone could do that to us, mm-hmm. to the United States of America. And then when I watched that second plane hit, I kind of and, and it all started sinking in. I'm like, shit, we're we're under attack. Like, yeah. This is our Pearl Harbor. Yeah. 100%. And it's like Pearl Harbor was different where it was a straight act of war mm-hmm. to an army attacking an army. This yeah. was way different. Yeah. This was a group of like six people attacking 3,000 
civilians. innocent civilians. Yeah. Had nothing to do with anything. So at that moment, I kind of was just, I, I, was, I was there at 12 year old. I'm like, I, we have to do something about this. Mm-hmm. I have to. I have to find a way to make that make those guys feel what I'm feeling right now. So way down the road at 17, I knew I wasn't going to college. My mom can't couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had pretty much dropped out of school and um, and started working full time to help my mom and got my GED. So I dropped out in the middle of my senior year. Got it. Okay. And got my GED. Got it. Just so I can start working sooner. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is, by the way, I, I kind of wish that was a more publicized option. Yeah. Just yeah. because some kids just aren't a fit for school. It's not for everyone. Yeah. It's literally, and like some, like, uh, I know, I know a couple guys that actually kind of dropped out, per, they definitely dropped out of school. And got their GD and started working, but college with the with the avenues we have with junior college and stuff now, mm-hmm. you don't have to go straight into college. No. Sometimes it's better for kid for young men in particular, maybe just to step away from that something they don't enjoy, something yeah. that they they may feel is a waste of time that to them then work a little bit, gain some life experience, and realize shit. I need to go to school. Yeah. No, because you know? you're a kid in high school, and yeah. you're trying. They're telling you you have to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life right now. And I'm like, that's exactly. Looking back on it now, I'm like, that's a really stupid system. That's a terrible system. Yeah, <laughs> and like they were just, and basically they were just hurting people into debt. Yeah, hurting them. Mm-hmm. Like this is what you have to do. And you know, for yeah, I love college now. Mm-hmm. I love college. I understand yeah. how because you're you're going to school now. Yeah, I'm going to school now. Yeah, right. So. I love college, and if I would have known what college was then, I may have made a different choice. Because you can go to college, set your own schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go early, you can go late, you can spread it out. You can go to school two days a week. Yeah, two days a week. How hard is that? Oh, those are the best days. Right, yeah. two days a week. Mm-hmm. You just have full load for those two days. The rest of the week, you're just free to study. Yeah, uh, and do what you want to do. Work whatever you want to yeah. do. I remember there was one year in college where it's I literally had like all my classes in one day. Yeah, how and I was just like, cool. I can yeah. just chill out for the rest yeah, of the week. Yeah, for the rest of the week, and then do your studying, and <laughs> yeah, whenever you feel like, and not no one's in your face all the time telling exactly. you to do something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but a GED is one of the best things that one of the best decisions I made. Mm-hmm. It was for me at the time, and then so a recruiter actually came down to my school mm-hmm. before I stopped going, and um, he, we started some conversation and. Um, this was when we were we were surging Afghanistan for the second time. Yeah. So we were doing a huge buildup, huge mm-hmm. buildup. So they were just cycling people in. And this was the perfect time for me to join. And uh, thankfully, I made that decision and joined, yeah. signed a contract. I actually signed my contract when I was 17. Mm-hmm. So. And this kind of ties into, I, I may have met you at Jamba just briefly yeah, before. Yeah. But this ties into my my first real memory with you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when we took you to a strip club oh, for the yeah. first time. <laughs> Taboo. Taboo fully. It's still new, there. Fully it's... It's still there. Every time I see it, I was like, that's my first strip club. And Tommy's <laughs> like, you've told me this like eight times. And it's a hilarious yeah. story. <laughs> I mean, like, what, it was my eighteenth birthday? Yep. Eighteenth birthday, right afterwards. And, and you were getting shipped out soon. Yeah, I was leaving like like less than a month later. Mm-hmm. Less than a month later my 18th birthday and 
my girlfriend at the time was at the, we all went to dinner mm-hmm. remember we all went to dinner first yeah that's right we all went to dinner and <laughs> my girlfriend at the time was at the dinner and everything and she's like so what's happening now i'm like i'm gonna go with them poison that out yeah exactly yeah, i'm just gonna get drunk and be she dumb she was totally cool with it and um <laughs> She didn't know we were going to a strip club. Of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was me, you, Matt, Matty G, Officer Matt, mm-hmm. and uh, JPG, and uh, man, I want to say Matt Larosa was there too. Uh, there one wa- of the there was there was one there was, was somebody it EJ. It might have been EJ. One of the other boys was yeah, there. Yeah, well, so we had one other. Um, I really don't remember who it was, but yeah. I just remember um, like walking. Just I couldn't sit down. I could not sit down. <laughs> and when I did sit down, I had my, my head on my hands on, uh-huh. on the stage. God, just, you're like a kid yeah, in a candy store. Just, just staring, like, oh. like st- literally staring into these. Yes. <laughs> into these strippers. and Into their souls, right? That's what, yeah, yeah, straight, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Learning their story and <laughs> oh, <laughs> trying not to stare at their abortion scars. Exactly. And... <laughs> oh. oh, the C-section team was out oh, that God. night. Oh, <laughs> But uh, and then I just remember walking through, and Matt, Matty G was just uh, he was just buying me lap dances. Yeah, and to a point where he was like, "Have you had her yet? Yeah, have you had her yet?" And we just started checking off the box. And yeah, we like, we were definitely like taking turns. We were just like, "Oh yeah," and it's then like, "Oh Dave, I got you this one." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like, and then like I had this little like dog tag that Jason had bought me. It mm-hmm. wasn't like my dog, your real tag. one yet. Yeah, I hadn't even been in yet. But they all, all the strippers would see the dog tag, and I'd be like, "I'm going in the military," and they're like, "Ooh, ooh, that's so sexy. That's so sexy." Oh, it was, it was so. God good. damn, you deserve that for serving yeah, your country, right? The I, very least, you deserve some titties I in your face. I feel kind of bad because of before that I hadn't done shit, mm-hmm. but I. In retrospect, I that was awesome. No, you totally earned it. That was in my amazing. opinion. Yeah, was, I mean, with everything that did go down, uh-huh. it was worth it. Yeah, hundred ten percent. Yeah, that was a great night, and that was when I again. That's how I first got to know you, and then I kind of saw you sporadically throughout yeah. the years because I was again I was living up north. Yeah, you. I mean, you were living up north, and I was, and then after that point, I was gone for four years. Yeah. So every time I was home, you know, it wasn't not everybody was there. Yeah. Um, but you were in the. Army Rangers? Yeah. Okay. So wait, how does that work? Because you go right into the Army or- So what happens is, so um, you get, uh, so your co- my contract was 11 x-ray, which is uh, like a Ranger recruit. Mm-hmm. So basically you go through basic training at Fort Benning, Georgia, mm-hmm. which is uh, home of the infantry. So you do your basic training. Uh, so you go through that. And then after that, you immediately, so basically, so- Infantry is different. So basic training goes straight into OSET, which is your um, your advanced training as an infantryman, where you learn bet- more marksmanship, you learn um, tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's separate from basic training, but it's an extension kind of because it's all okay. the same. You're in with the same guys where like other MOSs, they do a basic training and then they ship off to uh, c- comm school or... Um, they're they're specific like they go to supply the supply school oh, okay. whatever their job is but for, so like the like basic training that's the general education yeah basic yeah so yeah. basic tra- yeah so if you equate it to anything it could be like your general ed uh-huh. right you knock that out and then you go into your your major which was mine was infantry okay. right after that so we went into that and then from there you go to airborne school okay. right off the bat so um went to airborne school 
Um, not the hardest thing you will ever do. Like it's <laughs> it's not very hard. Uh, the pull ups were tough, but it, it's an it's a very fun school. Hey, I still can't do pull ups. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to do a shit ton of pull ups. Um, you run everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's no walking, but yeah. it's not a hard school. And then from there you go to, at the time it was called Ranger Indoctrination Program, RIP. Mm-hmm. Um, Indoctrination, now that's a little obvious. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's where they brainwash you into believing <laughs> that everything you do is right. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's like the physical assessment. Yeah. Um, they do uh, like basic land nav and, and just everything you need to... Uh, thrive in ranger school mm-hmm. so um i never went to ranger school huh so what happens when you're when you're uh you go through rip and you can go from rip you can go straight to a battalion so and then you do a little bit more training and uh and you're with a rangers so you're essentially with the rangers you're just not ranger tabbed so i okay. was i'm not ranger tabbed Okay. So, which is an unfortunate thing for me. Uh, when I look, it's one of the things I regret not doing because mm-hmm. I don't have a ranger tab. Got it. So, but okay. after RIP, they can assign you to a ranger battalion mm-hmm. and you can kind of get more training and more prepared for ranger school. Mm-hmm. I just never got a chance. I cycled out of the ranger battalion before I went to ranger school. Oh, uh, okay. So, one of the things I wish I did, but I'm. It just didn't work out. At the same time. Yeah. I I, I deployed with the Rangers, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So life is good. Yeah. And then you were... So how long was, like, your actual training? Uh, total, um, my actual training was, like, probably a full-on year. Full-on year. And then you got deployed? And then I got deployed. To, to where Iraq. did you end up? First, first deployment was Iraq. Um, and it was fucked up because we had... We literally had... So I deployed under two presidents. I deployed under Bush and Obama. Uh-huh. So, and which was fucked up because Bush was getting rid of the 15-month deployments. Mm-hmm. We literally have the last orders signed by him for 15 months. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, uh. literally. Like the, the, I think we deployed in, like, I think our orders were July mm-hmm. 28th or something like that. And the cutoff was like August 1st for 15 months. So I was like, this son of a bitch couldn't have held off for like three more days. Like what the <laughs> fuck is happening? What this did they, bullshit. what did they switch it to? Just 12, just 12, just 12. Still, yeah. Still three months. Yeah. That's but three, three months, months less. Like three months more in a combat zone could be life and death. Yeah. Like, it could literally, literally yeah, literally be yeah. like, Oh, I made it through 12. Oh shit. I have another three months. To yeah. Go. And, but that's the way it worked out. Um, I'm kind of, I'm happy it worked out that way, just because I got more of that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, that that year and three months were hectic. Mm-hmm. They were you know dramatic. They were terrorizing. They were awesome. I fucking bet. Jesus. And then there was moments that it was great. You're hanging out with your your the best friends you'll ever make. Your mm-hmm. brothers. Yeah. And you go through such highs and lows that it's hard to put in perspective i mean you guys really see who you are oh for sure in that kind of setting oh in the first firefight that I, we were ever a part of i just remember like pissing myself literally just like and no one would pi- blame yeah me. like yeah. like pissing my like not knowing what to do in that situation 
Well, knowing what to do, but not like my, my body just kind of froze. Right, because this is live. Yeah, it's li- like it's even not in, training. Yeah, anymore. in training, there's still like a safety net, and then you're just like, well, if it goes wrong, we'll just start over. Yeah, like, exactly. There's no starting over. No, there's no starting over. Yeah. There's no reset button for this shit. It's and to be in in that yeah, just I just remember just kind of like it took me a second, and then when I came back, I just remember I had pissed myself. And okay. I was like, I, "There's," and then I remembered, "Oh shit, there's something I should be doing." Yeah, like firing this fucking weapon at the bad guys. Yeah, you it's know? like, okay, well, that's the worst thing that could, I could do to myself. Yeah, like, exactly. All right, let's get on with it now. Like, there goes my dignity. Yeah, there's nothing more. Exactly. Let's get to work. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it was just, yeah, it was insane. Yeah, I mean, this firefight is it near your camp or uh, you, so, you're sent out? Uh, well, somewhere, in the first or? firefight, we were on, um, we were on a patrol. Um, and, and this was basically just like a, a kind of like a, like a, like a search and destroy kind of thing. Like just mm-hmm. go out and start a fight because as okay. infantrymen, that's your job. Yeah. So much. you go out, um, and just go find the bad guys, fight the bad guys, kill the bad guys. It was supposed to be, cause at the time Iraq was definitely coming, um, coming down mm-hmm. from where it was. Um, so we weren't expecting anything. That's what also got me like, uh, it, we, it was like our first month in country and we really hadn't seen too much not too much we had a couple IDs here and there mm-hmm. um, nothing huge and then all of a sudden there was this like coordinated attack by these insurgents mm-hmm. RPGs AK-47s and we were just like holy fucking shit oh, and man. it hit like this one lasted maybe 20 minutes right and it was it started and it ended so quickly that I was just like that was it yeah like what what like like let's go get him and they're like no kid like that's, that's it. it works that's it like that's how this that's that's how we fight this war mm-hmm. uh, we didn't know if we had hit any of them none of us were hit we didn't know if we ma- really made a difference in that situation but they have a very much of a gorilla gorilla hit and run yeah that's the way they fight the wars now and that's how as a traditional army that's very hard for us because mm-hmm. there's not over there, there's not a fine line of who's a bad guy, who's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like in past wars, where uniforms and you knew they were in this, they they were coming right. this way. They were coming south. You're going north. Yeah, you're no going to wearing like a, no one's wearing a Nazi yeah, uniform. Yeah, you know? exactly. There's there was no line in the sand. Yeah, it's very gray. Yeah, it's very, very different from what you see in the movies. Absolutely, it, they make nothing. it so clear. It's like that's the good. That's the bad guy. No, that's the worst not thing how it about is. It is that. They dress like the locals. They are locals. Yeah. They are um, Middle Eastern, Muslim, um, Eastern Europe, Muslim, whatever. They look mm-hmm. the part. So they can easily have a rifle, AK, take a couple shots at you, put the rifle down, and reintegrate back into yeah. the population, Yeah, which is fucked up. Like, you just have no idea. Like, the like in the day after, I, we were going, we went through to Crit, which is Saddam's hometown, mm-hmm. and we were just trying to figure out what, we were still processing what happened the day before. Yeah, and, and by the way, you're like, what, 20 at this no, point? No, I Not was even. 18. You're 18 still. I'm 18 still. Yeah, Jesus so where, where most people are still- Again, you're a child. Yeah, and where most people are still in high school, I'm overseas with this- weapon of mass destruction in my hand easily mm-hmm. and um, you know we're going through town and I just kept thinking to myself like that dude could have been a guy shooting at us last night yeah 
you know, easily. That guy should could be building a bomb right now at his house. Mm-hmm. Like those those things go through your mind constantly. Right. And it's just it's takes so much out of you. Yeah, it's it it I, I don't know how you resisted to be like did you were you able to resist being permanently paranoid at that point? Or? No, well it's 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 like it's one of those things where it took me about Six months, mm-hmm. six months to settle in and be like, this is how it is. Because yeah. you, you don't want to accept that, you know, these guys won't fight you. Why won't you fucking fight? Be like, you 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 want to resist that urge of just being like, I'm shooting everybody. Yeah, right. Because you're just you're pent up, and it, and then when we did get a IED strike that killed a couple of our guys, mm-hmm. where this is where our our um, our deployment kind of hit ahead was or yeah we realized how serious this was when we finally lost a couple guys all in one day. It was one day, one strike and ID strike and, uh, three guys were killed. So, and and then that puts it in perspective, like, fuck man, like this is like all the firefights, all the stuff that led up to that. uh, Like it were small things compared to that. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 hard to explain, but no, I mean the stakes. You really do see the stakes. Yeah, real. exactly. It's yeah. it's like a hundred percent real mm-hmm. at that point. Like shooting, like up to that point, we had we had been potentially winning our area, right? Mm-hmm. We had been no casualties, no injuries. Like I said, ID strikes, firefights. We had that. We had been kicking these guys' ass, mm-hmm. and then for something like an ID strike where you had no control over, yeah, where there's nobody to shoot back at, mm-hmm. where it's just a bomb on the road, and um, and that's that, right? And then that's it. That's it. Yeah, there's nothing you could do. Mm-hmm. What that that was probably the lowest I right. we felt because there was nothing we could do about it, right? And like, it happened was... so fast. Right, it's like they got the win without even yeah, doing without, anything. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a, a cheat code. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and the thing about it is, they will gladly sacrifice uh, fifty of their guys for one of ours, just because they understand what it takes out of a unit. Yeah, what it t- how like if you ever watched the movie Three Hundred, mm-hmm. it starts well, right? They kick the yeah. shit out of the Persians. No Spartans die that first day. The second day, they start sparing casualties. And where the Persians were, um, they didn't care how many they lost as long as they won. Mm-hmm. Every Spartan was felt. Every Spartan loss was felt. Yeah. That's how it is for us. Every loss matters. Yeah. And because of the connection and the bond we all have, it's it, it, it takes it to another level. It's like losing your brother. Mm-hmm. Like if you can imagine, it's just... It's a terrible, terrible feeling. And then to have to turn around the next day and go back to it, go back to work, or finish that day off was the hardest day. Yeah, of they life. literally have to ask you like dust, like, yeah. dust yourself off, get back in. There. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like we once we got everything cleaned up and vehicle recovered mm-hmm. and you know the bodies back, we had to keep pushing. Yeah, it wasn't like all right, pack it up, we're going home for the day. No, it's not no. that. You still have a job to do. Jesus Christ! And, and you were part of the. I, I remember you telling me like part of your job was driving like yeah i was a, again i was caravan, a gunner right yeah gunner, so okay i was a gunner um a 50 cal gunner and uh so and the crazy thing about that situation with the id is um uh, so we have a lead gun truck and you have a rear gun truck and usually those are your 
more skilled gunners and right. I was either lead or rear. Um, and I would switch off me and this other gunner. We would switch off between trucks. Mm-hmm. One day he would have lead cause that's literally the, the most dangerous job on a, on a, on a convoy. Jesus. Just because if there is an ID, you'll be the first one to hit it. Yeah. If there is anything, you're probably going to be the first one in contact. <laughs> so, um, this day just so happened to be, I was rear. So it's, if you put it in perspective, the day before I was lead, mm-hmm. that was my truck. Yeah. Like my truck got hit the next day. God damn. And this, that, that kid, that, that gunner was 19 years old. Jesus. So putting in that perspective, I was one, literally one mission one day away yeah. from- Yeah, had the schedule just been shifted over. Or, yeah, or it just so happened to have been my day. Yeah. You know, so it just, uh, and that's another thing that wears on me now, and it- really wore on me then mm-hmm. it, and you're saying it still wears on you now i mean are you doing any sort of therapy i, uh, have you've, I you, mean you, you mentioned in your yeah, plugs so it's it, i mean it's taken me a long time to uh come out and deal with maybe some guilt mm-hmm. and some post-traumatic stress of course because none of us want to admit that we have it Mm-hmm. As far as like when I say us, I say like military personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, they, that, they want to keep that strong. They, yeah, front. they want yeah. exactly. We're we are um, heroes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to a lot of people. Um, granted, the you know everything's kind of changing now, and but the respect for the soldier has never been lost mm-hmm. for us. Fortunately, it's not like Vietnam where we're coming home getting spit on, called mm-hmm. baby killers, and that that helps us out a lot. Um, but no, but none of us want to come home and admit that there's something wrong with us after mm-hmm. we're out, right? We want to still hold that strong front um, for everyone else. Uh, for me, it's been, I don't want to pass my burden on to my friends. I don't want to pass my burden on to my girlfriend. I don't want to pass it on to my parents. It's my burden to bear. I made the decision. But when it wears on you so much that there's days where you don't want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. There's days where you're, where you're, you just, you, you sit there and you, the worst time for me in the past couple of years have been the time spent alone because you're just stuck there with yourself. Right. And there's no one to talk to. There's no, no there's nothing to, uh, you know, to keep your mind off of yeah, you're what's alone. going on. Yeah, you're head. alone with all the negative thoughts and you're yeah. going through every scenario. It's like it should have been this and yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, and still to this day, it, it's been, shit, 10 years mm-hmm. since my deployment and that deployment in particular. And it's still like, it's, it's like the wounds are still so fresh that like you could, like like when the breeze blows, you can feel it. Well, in perspective, it really wasn't that. You say ten years. Yeah, that's not that long ago. Yeah, it really. really I mean, if you think it really about isn't, it. You know, I'm I'm pushing thirty now, and but it's just it still it still wears like mm-hmm. and you know it's I don't know it's it's hard like when on when you're sitting here at home mm-hmm. and it's all said and done and you're home. That's the hardest part. You're home. Yeah. And they're not. So, so you were you were there four years. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a few deployments because it wasn't just Iraq. Yeah, right? I did you Afghanistan had- as well. Afghanistan. Uh, Afghanistan was a little bit more hectic, mm-hmm. uh, but um, 
at in, least in, in terms of more missions or like yeah that? just just like as far as it was still active like iraq yeah. towards the end there um had completely been like we were getting ready to leave mm-hmm. and the bad guys kind of knew it so they kind of just waited us out and um and we just left and then we saw the burgeons of isis and stuff like that in later years um Iraq just couldn't take care of their own business, which they're doing now, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to see. But um, so we were like getting out of there, and and Iraq was basically pacified. There was no, really, no terrorist presence there when we left. Mm-hmm. Afghanistan had reemerged as an active war zone, right? Had they had come back? The Taliban had come back stronger, um, and this was the beginning of ISIS. We didn't know it was ISIS at the time. Mm-hmm. But it was, and th- it, much later down the line, everyone admitted that ISIS had been around a lot longer than mm-hmm. they thought. So um, we had we, we were surging Afghanistan again, and um, as f- it was more hectic as far as like the gunfights and mm-hmm. you know I, I'm talking about like eight hour gunfights where Jesus you feel that. You're like you feel like your triggers. You pulled the trigger so much, you feel like it's gonna fall out. The mechanism's just gonna fall out. Yeah, right. And you and your your barrel's red hot. And like I'm talking about long. These are long engagements. Right. And uh, but we did really well there. We didn't have any casualties. I was only there for seven months this time. Only. only yeah, I was only months. there for seven months. Only seven. Only seven. Yeah. And um, this one went by. Um, it was a it was a fast seven months. It was high octane, high. You know, we were just out all the time, mm-hmm. just making progress every single day, mm-hmm. and that was a little bit more positive for me because we kind of felt like we were winning the fight. Okay. Whereas in Iraq, um, we just didn't know. We didn't know what all everything we did there meant. Right. It sounds like you were just coming into your own as a soldier. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like um, for me, it was just like. You're not really, um, I mean, a soldier is a soldier regardless if you deploy or not. You made that decision. But for me, if, if, if you haven't been downrange or uh, been in a combat zone, you really haven't earned your stripes. Right. You know, like you, you, you earn, there's certain things, like there's a little bit more respect that goes around with, the, that goes with a guy that has a combat patch. And Makes ha- sense. Has the combat stripes and mm-hmm. has the awards on his chest. Then some guy that's been in the the army for 10 years and just hasn't deployed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That, I really developed in Iraq and I really came into my own as a soldier in Afghanistan. Got it. Yeah. And then, um, was after that seven months, that's when you came back home? Or? Yeah. After that seven months, I, I, I came back to, uh, um, I came back stateside to Fort Bliss and El Paso and I pretty much finished off there. A lot of things went into me coming home. There was, mm-hmm. my mom was sick at the time. Um, I, I was very unsure still. I was only 22. I really. Again, still yeah, pretty goddamn still young. Really young. I was only yeah. 22, so I was still very much learning what kind of person I was going to be. And Sorry to interrupt. You hit it right there. It's like, you're still learning to be a person yeah, before 25. Exactly. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm, I was still learning. And I had no idea what I was going to do when I got out. My whole intention was to stay in and be a career soldier. <laughs> but with my mom being sick, it kind of swayed my decision to leave, which also kind of it, it wears on me now, <clears throat> me leaving. <laughs> because I feel like it's kind of premature. I, I feel like I should have done another enlistment. 
but can't look at it, can't look at can't look at it now and regret it. Yeah, you can't dwell on like yeah, what ifs. Can't dwell on know? it, but I still think about it. Right. I still think you know what it might have been or where I could have been. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but at the end of the, what, what might have been is still just a what if. Yeah, it's still you know? a what it's if. Just really, I mean, you're like I I, I mean that I, could go awful too. You know, I wouldn't be here talking to you you know yeah you wouldn't be a yeah we get to see you regularly yeah, exactly. you know I, I, I <laughs> that might not have happened yeah if exactly gone back. so um i mean this is i mean where i am now um and you know what i'm on the verge of and everything kind of puts it back into perspective that mm-hmm. each decision has has a, a outcome good or bad any decision you make there's a a an outcome Mm-hmm. And this is my outcome, and I can't complain, man. I got, of course, a, a you know a beautiful girlfriend that loves me, and I love her, and I got great friends, and you know I'm I'm working towards something now where I wasn't when I first got out. I was still kind of in limbo. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of shit, man. Like, like I was when I first got out. I was, I went, I was on unemployment for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, so, so okay, you finished your time at the base, and yeah. you moved back to, out here to Southern California. Yeah. You said you're around 22. Yeah, 20, 22. Okay. 22. Um, and when I came back, I didn't even have my driver's license. So I, <laughs> so I went. Yeah, I went, that's weird. Considering yeah. you'd been driving, yeah, in exactly. convoys, and you're like, what? Yeah, it's the, there's a whole nother set of rules. Like it doesn't even matter, right? At that point, as long as you're with the military, you're covered by the. Who's going to tell you anything? Yeah. So. Kind of just, I was living like a cowboy for a while. Yeah. You could, you could have failed that driving test, and you're yeah. like. I dare you not to give me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I wish you would, motherfucker. I wish you would. But uh, you know, and uh, so I came out, got my driver's license, had no idea what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. No idea. Which, to be honest, is normal for yeah, twenty-two year old. Right? Yeah, like had, that's just going to happen. Twenty-two yeah. is the same age as people graduating college and have no idea what they're going to do. Exactly. So, I just didn't have a degree. But you're not in debt. Yeah, exactly. I'm not in. I'm not in debt, but I also don't have a degree to b- behind me yet. So that it comes with a plus and minus, right? Uh huh. Got out, came home, had no idea. Unemployed for for probably like nine months when I first got out. Didn't and I didn't actively try to find anything. Right. I was just kind of chilling, and uh, and then I got a job. At first, I did glass. glass. I was a, I was a glazer, so I, oh, I put glass into like a I actually worked on the Sony lot for a little while did oh, glass wow. yeah did glass for a show um and then and then from there I went back to Jamba Juice <laughs> went back to Jamba Juice just cause I I mean I needed to get I was tired of glazing fucking sucks dude it does Cla- so what it goes, fucking sucks what, do you, what goes into glazing you, know, exactly. you have to cut glass okay. and as we know glass is very fucking sharp yeah and I'm not the most um, careful, nimble, or careful person, <laughs> right? So that was not going to work for me. Yeah, and I didn't want to. It's hard work. Glass is heavy as fuck. Yeah. So um, I just didn't want to be busting my back for the rest of my life. Like yeah, I didn't want to go into construction and just like settle in there. Even though it's great money, don't get me wrong, we need those guys. But I this just wasn't. You for didn't want to be like forty and like aching all over. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. Nah, it wasn't going to put me in the place I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, then I became, I went back to Jamba. That's actually where I met Domi. 
Wait, that's when you met Domi? Yeah, the second time I worked at Jamba, I was a assistant GM for Huntington Beach, Bellaterra. And uh, she started working there. That's a cushy area, too. Right, like, it's pretty. Bellaterra's pretty nice, Yeah, man. it's pretty nice. So <laughs> um, I started working there, and, um, you know, she got hired there. And I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know Domi was Jamba Juice. Yeah, she was Oh, Jamba. okay. Like, every defining moment in my life revolves around Jamba She's Juice. 20... She's 26. She's 26. Yeah. Okay, so this is... Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So she wasn't even much... So, yeah, so we met at Jamba, mm-hmm. um, and apparently she had a huge crush on me then. Uh-huh. She had a huge crush on me then. I had no idea, and my intention was not to date someone that worked for me. I, I try yeah. to keep it super I, I've, professional. I've learned that lesson pretty yeah, hard. So, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> so I didn't want to like uh, uh, like press on her too hard mm-hmm. then. And then I actually left to I left that job and moved to Coachella. I lived there for a year. You were out in the desert yeah, for some I reason. Yeah, in the desert. Why for, the desert? Um, just another. It was just an. Uh, dude, I'm a nomad, man. I've just uh-huh. I, I've constantly my whole life. I've just kind of set my own. I I too I I walk to my own drum, man. Like, I I do. I've done, always done what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. was never on anybody else's yeah. schedule or plan. I wish more people would get that mindset yeah. and be okay with being a bit of a nomad, especially in your early 20s. Oh, yeah. you. I Because mean, like, you don't know shit. Yeah. And like, you're, you're already more, arguably more experienced than any, most 22-year-olds at that time. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, besides people, I feel that we're in the same situation. But like compared to everybody out here, I always felt like I had... I, I found when I came home, I couldn't relate to my friends in the same way anymore. Wow. Right? Yeah. And that was that was another huge um, thing I had to go through was um, I kind of felt alone in a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. It's not, and you're, it's not necessarily a knock on them. It's no. just, but your growth, personal growth was accelerated exactly. by your experiences. And, they, and like everyone was just kind of chilling in their bubble. Right, and yeah. I still have friends mm-hmm. that haven't left their bubble at all. They haven't traveled. They haven't. Mm-hmm. Where, at, where by twenty two, I had been on three continents of the world. Mm-hmm. They had never left the South Bay, or you know, they, right. they, they they just. I have friends that have been working. They're, they're still working the same jobs they got right out of high school, right. and that's not a knock on them. They, like I said, they're they're building great families. Um, they have very loving families. They yeah. have a mother and a father. Yeah, different paths. Yeah, different for paths everybody. for everybody. Yeah. And it just and Bellaterra. When Bellaterra got stale for me, I left. Mm-hmm. I just left, and I went to Coachella for a year. That's again to most people, it sounds like that's really risky and have a plan. I'm like that's again at that age, especially like, who has that's a, a really healthy yeah mindset. It's like hey, this isn't plan? this isn't working. Let's let's change it up. Yeah, I wasn't gonna get where I wanted to be. It wasn't mm-hmm. working out the way I, I saw it. And you didn't necessarily know what you wanted, but exactly. you knew like this wasn't this it. This wasn't it. Yeah. So, and I moved on from it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what the hell are you doing in the desert at that point? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I uh, I went out there and I, I lived with my cousins, and we all just kind of hung out for a year, and just kind of did what we wanted to do. Like, um, so what does your day consist of when you're in Coachella? I actually got into really great shape. Really? Yeah, really good shape. Like I started working out all the time. Well, yeah, um, I guess you get the time. Yeah, yeah. and I like I, I at one point I was running like six miles a day. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. Just we were just working out all. It was just me and my male cousins just 
getting ripped as fuck. I was planning to go to school out there, but the, that the best I've done lately six miles in a week. Yeah, right. Jesus. So, so I was running, like, and I was, in, uh, I came back in super shape uh, after the year, and we like we li- literally would wake up. You don't go outside during the day because mm-hmm. it's fucking blazing hot. Yeah. So you're inside all day, and at night we just went and found some shit to get into mm-hmm. like and then you have coachella and when when all those when all that happened and all those uh you know you got super hot chicks coming out yeah out, <laughs> and we were locals you're so like we had is it april yet Let's yeah, say. <laughs> yeah we would never like we never went to coachella but we would hang around and of just, course like, pick up chicks and like bring them back to the house and then <laughs> do our thing and then they never came back never saw go. them again so it's like being a local in Vegas. Ah. Right? Again, if you were like 35 and doing this, but if you're like, be, you're like what, 24 or 25 yeah, this at this time? time yeah. I was like 24, 25. Yeah, yeah, that's actually kind of a good thing, man. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I went through that, and um, actually I may have been, just been 23. Jesus. Yeah, I was 23. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then uh, I come back, and... I move in with my friend. Um, her fam- her family lets me. I, I, once again, I nomad back to the South Bay. Mm-hmm. I migrate back in, and they invite me into their home. Start working for FedEx. Became a FedEx driver. See, that's another thing I didn't know that. It, like you, you mentioned it when we were helping Jason mm-hmm. move, and we're like, "When the fuck were you a FedEx yeah, driver?" Like, <laughs> like that just shows like my path is not the normal path people have gone through. Mm-hmm. You know, like. It's definitely my own way of doing things. Yeah. Very much so. And like for where some people are like, you need to get your shit together. I'm like, your shit's not together. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, how much do you enjoy your life? I'm living the dream right now. So. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm not in some office doing a nine to five job and making money, but it's like, oh, I'm happy at least. Yeah. I'm stressed out. Doing shit that my way. Yeah, it's and, like I'm doing things my way. I'm not in debt. I'm just yeah, figuring shit out. Just figuring shit out. And yeah. I went, I uh, became a FedEx driver, made mm-hmm. great money. So oh, I, I bet. Yeah. I did that for a year. And um, and actually, when I first came back, one of the first weekends was Manhattan Beach Fireworks. Mm-hmm. They do it every year for Christmas. So it was around December. And I invite, randomly, I invite Domi. I haven't talked randomly. to her. Yeah, I haven't talked to her the whole time I was in Coachella. So a year, you don't talk to, to her. Don't talk to her at all. Nothing. No contact. Not, no contact. Uh, maybe like she'll like a picture of mine on Facebook or something. Okay. But outside of that, nothing. No interaction. Whoa. Right? So randomly, I come home, and I mentioned to her, hey, I, I'm going. My friend's family does this every year. We're going. You know, just bring your, your beach cruiser, and if you want to come down, you can come down. So- and she's is she, like, she from that area? No, she's from San Diego. She's, she's from, from Ocean. Oh, she's from San Diego. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so she, she's like, okay, I'll see. And no interaction. This is probably like three or four days. Before. Just cold. Just cold. No interaction. God damn, right? so David know, Boyd. I don't All know, the game in the world. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she's coming <laughs> or not. Right. So, uh, the day comes. We're all getting ready to like. So what we do is, um, our our. My friend's sister had a house like right up the street from where the fireworks were, mm-hmm. and we just skate and ride our beach cruisers down the boardwalk to the fireworks. Like that's tradition, and we would stop at every bar on the way. So we kind of like a booze cruise there, get super hammered, enjoy the fireworks, and stumble up the hill. Mm-hmm. So out of nowhere, she calls me and was like, 
I'm here. I'm like, oh shit, she showed up, right? So she shows up and she meets everybody and she interacts really well. And, you know, she's underage. She's like 20 at the time. Mm -hmm. So I ended up buying a bottle of like, um, what was it? Uh, I don't know, Smirnoff, Smirnoff dragon fruit or some shit like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we ended up drinking that on the beach, and we have this great night. Uh, needless to say, Dave got it in that night. <laughs> right, our first date. High f high five, old yeah, Dave. Right? High five. Yeah. <laughs> so our first date, we 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 I sealed the deal, and. Crazy enough, six years later, we're still at it. It's going to be funny when she listens to that part. Like, I, hope, God I, yeah, I, no, hope I don't care. Does. I don't care what she says. <laughs> she knows the truth. She knows what it is. Don't pretend. Exactly. Don't pretend. What's wrong with that? Don't Nothing pretend. to be ashamed of. that. As long as we've been rocking with each other for the last six years. There so, you go. I mean, without that night, without that moment, we wouldn't be here today. Exactly. So, and this, do about on the verge of what is about to happen. Mm -hmm. So... Oh, that's so crazy. So that's how it happened. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'd never... I mean, I've known you two for a while now, and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I never sat down and asked you. Yeah, it, it was a very random, impromptu, um, like, interaction, mm -hmm. but it happened. Yeah. And it was... It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Well, when there's just sparks like that. Yeah, just... Exactly. Just, and, and don't get me wrong... It was probably the best first date. Fireworks on the beach. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Are you Kid. kidding me? <laughs> I definitely I definitely set the deck on that one. <laughs> for sure. It's like where's the movie crew? Just yeah, get exactly. this on camera. Show people how it's done. Exactly. So <laughs> take notes, motherfuckers. Take notes. But uh yeah, it was uh yeah, that's how we God. Yeah, I'm taking notes. I'm like, where do I take? <laughs> yeah, now, now what? Where's the next fireworks show? Yeah, what is it? Man <laughs> Manhattan Beach, you said? I'm going yeah. to head out there. <laughs> yeah, dude. So. No, but that's so crazy. Okay, yeah. that's good. So from there, um, you just start dating. When did you two actually move in together? Um, actually, we, we, we dated for, or we've been together for five years before we moved in together. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were living apart. Um, she mm -hmm. was finishing her co college. Got it. And I was just working. Mm -hmm. And it's worked out really well. So when yeah, she, you're working, she's in college. Yeah, that's that's a good she, combo yeah, right when there. She was in college. I was working and making good money. And now that she's into her career, I've kind of stepped back and not worked as much, mm -hmm. so I can go to school. Right. And this the, during this time, are you? Is that when you're at Sharkey's or uh, or you're the summer before, before. That? before that? Yeah. So okay. I did. I did. Uh, just because, to be honest, once again going back to me rocking to my own drum, mm -hmm. I stepped. Back, I took a little break from school, and because I got this opportunity to be a bartender and a manager at Sharky's, and I just wanted to see how that would go, mm -hmm. and it was awesome for a year. Yeah, it was great. That's good we money made, for we a made year. a ton of money. I was still, uh, shit. I was what twenty seven, mm -hmm. so I wasn't super old. I wasn't like. I'm not old now, but... You're 29. 29. Right yeah. It's only two years ago. Okay, yeah. so I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I did that for a year, and, and now I'm back into school and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I've, ah, dude, I've done so much random-ass shit, <laughs> but it's all yeah. come with its own life experience. Yeah, but that random-ass shit put together, yeah. puts, it makes one hell of a story. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting. I mean... I never thought I would be here. I never thought I would make it to 18, let alone 29, 
on the verge of an engagement and you know everything's going well mm-hmm. you know it's, yeah it it's kind of weird mind. you're like how did i get here <laughs> yeah yeah like it, when, when you look when you turn around and look at it you're just like holy shit yeah all that happened yeah do you realize how much of a fuck up i was yeah, back really, then like, really? how did this happen how yeah. did this happen and i'm talking like i was a super like and then like before domi my longest relationship was like six months yeah well, with you, um, I, I mean, people can be like, oh, I was a fuck up back then. I'm still one now. But with you, it, it there's a theme of like, um, I know this isn't working. I'm going to move on to the next thing. And yeah. so you, you were embracing change pretty regularly in your life. You didn't yeah. shy away from it. And no. it kind of turned you into a much better person. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the very least, I've learned how to survive. Mm-hmm. At the very least, I will never be without nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of that comes with being in a coming from a, like a single parent home mm-hmm. and uh, and understanding the struggles my mom went through, seeing it firsthand. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't always easy, but, you know, and I'm an only child. It wasn't always easy for her. And to understand that, it would be selfish of me not to go out and try to do better for myself. Right. Or try to do things yeah. in a right way. But the the surviving thing is what I think holds a lot of people back cuz yeah. they don't know how to do that. Yeah. No, not most people don't have that security of like, well, I know I'm not going to I know I'm going to survive. Yeah. Like, you know, some people don't have that. They yeah. just think everything's going to go to the shit and that's the end. Yeah, and then, and that's the the worst way you can look at things. Mm-hmm. Literally the worst way. I mean, if you if you have that mindset you're never going to do anything exactly right if, if everything is a failure before you even start then you're gonna fail yeah right you yeah. if you, you you everything we've ever done for the first time we did not know if it was going to succeed mm-hmm. whether it be a job whether it be college whether it be a relationship fuck this ev- show and this show right <laughs> everything is a chance yeah every you're taking a chance on everything but after you make it through the first day and then the first week, and then the first month, and then the first year, you realize, man, shit, this could work. But if you go into it thinking, maybe this is not going to mm. work, it's not going to work. Yeah, I just kind of go into, if it's anything new, I just go into it knowing, I'm going to suck at this for a while. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You have to. Everyone, yeah. like, we all, most of us at least, unless you're a freak, <laughs> yeah. Like crawled before we walked, walked yeah. before we ran. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, besides Yeah, me, there's there's outliers for sure. Yeah, but, like people yeah. went straight to walking and they're just weird. Yeah. But like just came out of the womb. Yeah, just running. Just yeah, just <laughs> Red Usain Bolt style, just out but I'm just it, everything comes with uh like like I said, if you go into something with a negative mindset, you're gonna get a negative outcome. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. So hundred percent. It's hard to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, with what you've been through, your mindset is much stronger. Yeah. And like with anything that we do, again, we don't we don't do anything ex- that extreme compared to what you've been through. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're kind of just like, well, this, this is pretty goddamn good right now. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I, considering where I could be yeah. or where, where, yeah, where I could be, it's leaps and bounds past Yeah. That. Well, how many times do you hear like a troubled teen in high school getting into fights all the time and it just doesn't work out? Yeah, and they, they get caught up. They actually get... The, with those guys, they legit didn't have that one person that gave a shit about them. Yeah. Like, if you have at least one person that cares mm-hmm. and will step in and be like, all right, this needs to be done differently, mm-hmm. or you maybe you can change this up just a little bit so you don't end up this way, 
mm-hmm. then you'll be fine. Yeah. For me, it was my mom, mm-hmm. right? My mom was has, even when I'm wrong, my mom has my back. Mm-hmm. But immediately after she defends me, she'll kick my ass. Yeah. Like, she'll, she'll beat me up in private yeah you're like thanks mom yeah yeah exactly but but like <laughs> but like we'll we'll take on the world yeah before that happens mm-hmm. right she will stand in front of me and defend me mm-hmm. and then afterwards tell me i'm i'm a dumbass piece of shit right <laughs> sometimes that's what you need like, exactly you know so that's what 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 else is mom for than to protect her her babies yeah i think my mom definitely that's why I'm not overly sensitive about like insults and stuff like yeah. that. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, she toughened you up. Oh, you got a B minus? <laughs> You're a dumbass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> grounded. You're grounded. Go, go fix something in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a crazy thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're jumping into, now that you're officially part of the network, I yeah. guess the email makes it official. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been, uh, I mean, this past year, um, you've definitely been uh, improving by leaps and bounds on the show. Uh, a lot of people compliment, like, the show that, yeah. because of you. Um, I, I think your first appearance was we, it was like the first version of fighting words it was yeah. just you jason and i mm-hmm. and we were recording at the old house yeah um i mean how did you that, that was that that was your first podcast right yeah, so okay so how did you feel going into that i was fucking stoked first yeah. and foremost i was like because <laughs> the at that point the network had been a thing for fucking 10 years <laughs> eight years or yeah. something like something crazy like that and constantly i i, I never asked jason because i never asked jason to be on the network because it was his thing yeah right i never wanted to be that friend like hey man let me get on like i could do this and this and this and this. like i never wanted to press the issue on that but when a format came out that um he thought i could thrive in or mm-hmm. or i could be beneficial to um he mentioned it to you and you signed off on it and it worked out. Yeah, I was just like, well, who do we know that? Because uh, we didn't, we don't know any fighters. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, who do we know with like real like combat experience and like, yeah. oh, the hand to hand stuff's yeah. part of what you do. <laughs> oh so. yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, it was just it. It's been an amazing experience, but I was just so stoked mm-hmm. just to have got way to be on here, dude. That first no, that first night, like all of us were like, you came in with like a notebook and yeah. like thoughts dude, prepared and like what the Jason's like what the fuck. <laughs> if there's anything that I I when he when they when you guys invited me on, mm-hmm. my first thing was I'm not gonna take this shit lightly. I love that. I'm not gonna do it. Like I I want to be. Um, even if I'm not a subject matter ex- subject matter expert mm-hmm. on what we're talking about, I want to make it seem like it, mm-hmm. right? I want to be the at least the most prepared. Yeah, you know, like and you were, <laughs> yeah. So, um, e- like I did all the, I even to this day, um, I try to be. I have all my notes formulated. I have yeah, talking. You, you upgraded. You have like a Surface tablet. Yeah, and you're a, like you yeah. have your notes on there. I'm like, God damn, yeah, guys, everything <laughs> is in order by mm-hmm. fight. And I just didn't. I didn't want to just be on the show to be on the show. Mm-hmm. I wanted to add to the show. 
I love that mindset. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's helped me out a ton. Yeah. Uh, that's why you've been so valuable to what we do here. Um, and I, I feel like you kind of led the charge for, because you were, at the beginning, you were the only one coming in with notes. Yeah. Now, like all three of you, oh, yeah, you, I mean, Armena, and Mike, they all come in with like prepared like notes I, ready to go. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to like us being so competitive with each other yeah. as well, especially with the- uh, with the, the fight picks. The fight picks and shit. <laughs> like, everyone was just kind of like, all right, if Dave can do it, mm-hmm. we can do it. Yeah. You know we, what I mean? We kind of do put out this image that we're like really meatheads. And yeah. Like, I mean, we are, but yeah. it's like, it's not without, you know, there's a lot being able more to prepare. To yeah, yeah. There's a lot more to us than what meets the ears mm-hmm. for and, sure. Yeah. That's, that's what I love about uh, having this show. It's like, hey, um, you know, geeks have that persona of like this is they're just some nerdy, weak little thing, yeah. and then meatheads have this persona. I'm like, well, no, it, now it's really more of a mix. Yeah, it's like the, that's the way the like with the emergence of the millennial, um, you know, j- and then like having to and the PC movement and mm-hmm. the me too movement and everything like that. We we kind of try to shed a light on our perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Or, and but also invite it, yeah. Like invite those different viewpoints mm-hmm. in, right? Because what kind of podcasters would we be if we shunned a mindset? Or exactly, and that's why I can't listen to a show that leans so far yeah. in one direction or There's the other. No it's like you're not going to change anything. You're Nothing. not going to. You're just going to be on your own track and stay in your own lane. Where this one, it was kind of an open discussion, and uh, almost all the time. Um, almost most of the time, excuse me. Um, I go into the show willing to have my mind changed. Yeah. Yeah. With every point to be made, there's a counterpoint. There's Mm -hmm. a thousand counterpoints, right? In every direction. So for for us to come in and just say our mindset is right, take our word for Mm -hmm. it is stupid. Mm -hmm. Like in the way, and like when people, when I listen to other podcasts or watch a show, watch these talking heads talk, like you're only one viewpoint. You're not the viewpoint. Yeah. Right. Even with our president and shit like that, like Mm -hmm. you are one viewpoint. You are not the viewpoint. Mm -hmm. I don't care what position you hold. I don't care where you're from. I don't care how much money you have. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a thousand other people with different opinions than you. And I want to hear them all. Um. I had a uh, hold on one second, and we're back. Technical hey, difficulties yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. As you were. Yeah, no, I was. As you were. No, you were, just, as you so, were. <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically, like, for us as podcasters, I think we need to take it very, like, our responsibility to uh, accept all the different viewpoints yeah. and at least look at them. Yeah, well, with this format, and again, that's why I don't really stick to like this segment, then this segment, then this segment. It's more an open discussion versus I, again I try to have more discussions than arguments absolutely you're never going to change your mind in an argument no way you're just trying to win exactly a discussion at least okay I can at least be open to changing my mind exactly yeah. I mean with all of us in them we have so many different viewpoints here mm-hmm. um, we have Mike right Mike is a wrestler mm-hmm. um, so he has that viewpoint uh, you know, he has, and based on life experience in mm-hmm. general, all of us have a different way and a different path that we got here. Well, you three definitely had more struggles than no, I did. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, there's Dave and I, I relate to Dave a lot because, you know, he was 
uh, he had a single mother at one time, mm-hmm. and and he has a you know now he has just an outstanding stepdad. It's his dad, and mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and like all the stuff he's been through, through you know, as Especially we all last know, year, yeah, yeah, it's just out of this world, and what where he could have stepped back and been like, "Woe is me," and my life sucks. Mm-hmm. He every day he builds he builds up that courage mm-hmm. to step out and be like. I'm going to do these things today. I'm mm-hmm. going to work still. I'm going to work my ass off, which he does. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, you know, show up and be a part of my friend's life, you know, and, and that dude, that's super commendable. And then there's you, you know, you went to college, you know, that's definitely different than any of us on, on the <laughs> other side. Right. Mm-hmm. So and you went to college and you had your own struggles, you know, and, and you had plenty of jobs after college and now you're settling quite nicely. So, yeah. Well, you guys will get to, the three of you will get to quiz me. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, coming up. So, uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, start getting your your interviewing oh, muscles ready. Hell yes, <laughs> hell yes. I cannot wait. Yeah, I've put you three through all this stuff. It's oh, like, yeah. all right, it's only fair. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, I cannot wait for that. It's gonna be a, a bit like uh, Jerry Springer. <laughs> that's how. That's. I'm just gonna watch a ton of Jerry Springer. Wait, you just, found my baby mom? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then just just instigate everything. It's like you've got six kids by the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, cute. how did you find? Yeah, how did you find <laughs> it? How do you know? <laughs> yeah, it's nothing that exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um, I know Jason was kind of your gateway into the nerdy stuff to that side. I mean, have you yourself kind of found yourself? getting into that on your own yeah i mean like uh i do find myself going out of the, out of my way to like uh you know i haven't been i'm not much of a reader mm-hmm. let's be completely honest yeah i don't read much mm-hmm. so I, I i i don't i think the last jason's ye- when he's listening to this yeah. he's like no shit he's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, no. <laughs> i'm not much of a reader but i the last graphic novel i read was why the last man Oh, good one. So good. One of my favorites. So yeah. great. Like the way, and the, I feel like that deserves a movie. It really does. Yeah. I, I, I keep really hearing rumors do. of a TV show. Yeah, but, but it's, yeah. it's just, it's an amazing, um, amazing book, uh, amazing graphic novel. But I like, uh, but now I find myself, I'm really into the, the Marvel universe and how it's evolving in the movies mm-hmm. with Disney stepping up and doing that stuff. And, uh, uh, I mean, I have my own way of being. You know, I'm really mm-hmm. geeky on on video games. Yeah, like super geeky. Like, yeah, I hear you bring up Red Dead. Yeah, For the past oh like month God. or so, like that's all I hear about I just, from you. <laughs> I'm just smashing my way through Red Dead right now, and just it's been oh so good, so good. If you haven't played it, you need to fucking. Play. What was your first video game? Do you remember? Uh, my first video game, the first one that stepped that 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 really like steps out to me in my mind is the Battletoads. Super wow. Nintendo. <laughs> that was my favorite fucking game. And then like researching it now, how they were supposed to be um an answer to the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to rival the Ninja Turtles as far as movies and video games and stuff yeah. like that. The Ninja Turtles just they just fucking smoked Yeah, them. they did the live action stuff and just yeah, from there on it mm-hmm. was the toads had no chance yeah it wasn't even a competition yeah. you know that was awesome for me a little bit of nostalgia for me was ready player one. Oh yeah that movie was so good so well made and when i saw the that huge battle scene and the battle toads were in there <laughs> that was just amazing for yeah. me that was huge for me oh yeah no that movie was top to bottom nostalgia oh, so yeah so good and like <laughs> i feel like it was super underrated 
Yeah. Super underrated and didn't get the um like the acclaim it deserves. Mm-hmm. I mean, just from my standpoint. Right. And everybody I know just loves that movie. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun. I definitely love the uh the Mecha Godzilla Gundam oh, fight. Yeah, that, was that was really the one moment for me that like I, I will always remember that. Yeah, and then there's the Iron Giant mm-hmm. out there kicking ass and like, oh man, that was a great movie. Oh man. Was uh Jason the one always introducing you to this stuff or did oh, you absolutely. always have other okay. He was he was the 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 main one for mm-hmm. sure. It was him. Um actually he bought me my first um uh, a co- comic book which was uh Essential Thor. Oh wow, okay. So the old school every you know, the first That's a cosplay print. you could pull off. Yeah, right. Let's get right? you a Thor costume right? and a hammer. Or like uh Dave was saying wildlings from mm-hmm. um from Game of Thrones. Or we do a Thor theme wedding for Ooh. you. <laughs> Don't tempt me, Justin. Dude, use Thor and then Domi as Valkyrie. Oh, like, oh, oh man. that's fucking perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> man, that'd be so good. Yeah. Man. No, but yeah, he was he was kind of the catalyst for everything mm-hmm. geek in my world. So, mm-hmm. and then like uh, when uh, Borders went out of business. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, Borders. rest in peace, Borders. Um, we actually went there and basically cleared out their comic book section. <laughs> he got. I think we bought like I bought the three hundred. Mm-hmm. Um. What else have I bought? Most of the Why the Last Man, mm-hmm. um, which I still have today. Um, Mouse Guard. Yeah, that's a, that's one of my favorites too. Fucking you know. excellent. When I was I was in the hospital um, like a year and a half ago for like a week because I was real sick, and um, Jason actually brought Mouse Guard, and I read it for the first time, and I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah. And he actually bought the little, the uh, the strategy game that they play. Yeah. In that in that in that book he mm-hmm. bought it and i beat him mm-hmm. i beat him in that game and that was like one of the proudest moments of my life <laughs> because it was a pure strategy game a game of like thinking and and doing different things and i fucking beat jason jason still cries about that yeah so like when I, no one's looking he tells me he's like <laughs> fucking dude yeah like beat I, me i don't know how and like and like i i, I it was amazing definitely a <laughs> highlight of my life um and then Within the past year, let's let's bring it to 2018. Yeah, like you've been through a lot with this show. Yeah. Like, um, and th- next year there's definitely going to be more of you guys uh, in the rotation. But uh, it was your first full year with the show last yeah. year. Like, how did that feel? Because we we got to take you through live shows, yeah. panels, and I mean everything's just been such an experience. And and like now it it's been a year. That's fucking crazy, right? Crazy. <laughs> like it went by in a flash and I it's just so like from our <laughs> our white wine episodes. That's and, right. You're at the start of the whole yeah, the, white, the, the, the girly, girly drink drinks thing. and yeah. the skinny margs and the uh <laughs> and then eventually oh, I we're forgot just, this about the skinny oh, margarita. So that was bad. rough. So bad. That was a rough one. And eventually we just went back to beer just Thank God. Like, God, we can't do we this can't to ourselves. We can't do this anymore. Like, how how squirrely. Like, I mean, just, and then my growth, basically, at, you know, being on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely given me another avenue to kind of, like, not only hang out with my friends, some of mm-hmm. my best friends, but um, get out and uh, talk to new people. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was I was fortunate enough to do sound for um, for Kizon, one of Kizon's episodes. Nice. And uh, just hearing you guys go back and forth about stuff, I had no clue. Oh, about. that episode. I thought you meant for his show. No, no, no you no, meant this for, one. For, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, our show here. And, um, you know, that was just, I mean... Keyzone is somebody I probably would have never had any interaction with mm-hmm. without this this podcast. Mm-hmm. 
So, and then just hearing him, he's so knowledgeable. And like being on other shows in the podcast, like mm-hmm. um, Alex and uh, Gemma, Gemma's show. Alex and Gemma's show is uh, that was an awesome experience as mm-hmm. well. So they did my first one on one, and uh, man, that which was, will be out soon. Yeah, it'll be out I hope. soon. Yeah, and um, yeah, we hope. And uh, that was just another experience as well. I've never. Um, came in contact with a non-binary mm-hmm. individual yeah and uh to interact with her or with them was amazing mm-hmm. you know just uh yeah it was it was great like just i feel like the interaction with people i normally wouldn't have interacted with anywhere else yeah no, it's has been a, a great experience yeah and I, I think that's a part of us actively trying to grow still Ex- exactly that's just yeah. a, 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 a um that just goes to show you know what Jason's doing and being the CEO he's really doing a great job of diversifying mm-hmm. what this um what this network covers mm-hmm. and it's that it's just, that's why it's such an honor to be a part of it cuz it's not just we're not just talking about fights we're not just talking about shitty movies no. right we're talking about a full spectrum of things that mm-hmm. that'll cover if you if you may not you may not um like be a, you may not be able to relate to me mm-hmm. or to Justin, but you can find a show on the network yeah. that'll fit your fit your liking. Yeah, and I've been trying to... I mean, I actually did a pretty good job of it last year, just trying to diversify the types oh, of absolutely. guests I was having on. And that's why I kind of... I still kept this standard, like, one-on-one yeah. uh, segment on. Like, I think Jason was talking about, like, oh, she just have everyone on all the time. I'm like, well, no, that's... One, the show's extension of what I want to do, and... I need to like explore those different avenues. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm gonna get stagnant if it's just, you know, the same thing over and over again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's why you kind of get like a different hodgepodge of segments. Yeah, it's, it, I mean <laughs> that's show. so important for for the growth of the show, mm-hmm. for the growth of us as individuals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it says a lot. Yeah. About everybody putting in the hard work behind the scenes. Um, and then, yeah, it doesn't just happen. No, it definitely. And we got an opportunity. Me and the other. Uh, um, offensive boys got the opportunity to see a little bit of your and Jace's planning, a little bit to see what goes into it, mm-hmm. and you know having where can where can this segment fit, mm-hmm. or, and then on this segment, who are we going to plug in as the guest, and all that was just super interesting to see you guys at work because usually we just show up, yeah, we just show up <laughs> and we drink beers and we drink whatever alcohol is provided. Yeah, well, and, part of that was to develop you guys. Um, properly, like yeah. so. the The main point for me this year was to just have you guys comfortable on the mic, talking yeah. and opening up. Now it's like well, let's push forward with developing you guys as um, potential hosts. Like whether you stay on this show or go out, bridge off on your own. Yeah. Like that's kind of where I'm like, I want to develop all of you just to the point where it's like you could go do this on your own. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's a sign of a great show and a great producer. I mean, like at some point. Um, you want to promote expansion, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you're, it's not like you guys are holding the cards to your chest. No one can no. have it. You know what I mean? That says a lot about you guys. And that's why, like I said, I'm so honored to be part of this whole network, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know where this will be in a year from now. Yeah. Neither will I. So, you neither, know, I don't know where this show's going to be yeah. in a year. And it's exciting to me, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's hard not to be excited mm-hmm. about it. So, 
Yeah, whether it's good or bad, I'm like, let's just fucking yeah, go just through the fucking, journey. Yeah, you know? let's fucking do it and see where we end up. What's the worst that could happen? And I hope you carry that on through tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so loose now. I think you're good. I've been been telling you to warm up. <laughs> I, it's because I haven't had to think about it. Thanks a lot, Justin. <laughs> Motherfucker. God well, what damn. kind of show would it be if I wasn't an asshole to oh, you at some point? God, I know, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> But no, man, you're loose. You you have to vocalize your thoughts about the whole thing. You yeah. you you look a lot less tense. Yeah, yeah. You're not I mean, sweating as much right now. Like just uh, oh oh, believe me, under this sweater, don't let it fool you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot coming up. So no, man, that everything's gonna go fine tonight. You know, I'm not gonna jinx it. But <laughs> I mean, you two clearly love each other. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm very happy for you two. Thank you, bro. I'm gonna. Pre- premature congrats thank you thank you i appreciate it <laughs> and uh don't worry folks we'll uh i'll update you on the i mean this show comes out tuesday and we'll update <laughs> you i'll put a little addendum on there and just <laughs> yes please yeah if <laughs> and then if she says no we'll let you know how that goes too yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll but, just we'll, we'll mainly just be talking about how how much of a shit show i became after she said no it's so. like man just it, like he cleaned out like a Seven Eleven's beer aisle. It was, was crazy. Naked. It was just like just shirtless the whole time. <laughs> we don't even know when that happened. It just just happened damn. here. It happened here recently. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but Dave, I'm I'm very happy that you're part of the show and that you're going to be a part of it for this year. And uh, very happy with how you and the boys have like come along. And Thanks. I'm very happy yeah. that you guys are helping me out. I'm super excited <laughs> to like get through this year and not just get through it, but excel this year and mm-hmm. really take some big steps forward. That's fantastic. Um, again, looking forward to all of it. Um, but we got to wrap this one up because you got some some thinking to do. Oh, I, big time. Yeah. Um, where can they find you, Dave? Oh, you can find me at uh, thatboyd1989 on Instagram. Uh, you can also find me on uh, David Boyd uh, on Facebook. And uh, yeah. I'm more than happy to accept any and all friend requests. Mm-hmm. And anything else to plug? Oh yeah, just uh, right now, um, uh, I have some friends in the you know the fire service, and uh, actually my dummy's dad, he's a retiring uh, LA County Fire Captain, and uh, he started this program, Firefighters Down, and uh, basically what it is is he's created an outreach for um, retired and active firefighters, it's just to kind of as as military as we go through PTSD and where we're considered heroes and it's not always um, thought to be a good thing to share your feelings and what you're going through and kind of just let some of that burden off he's built this organization to help firefighters where we look at them as heroes unstoppable guys but they go through some pretty traumatic stuff as well so um, he's he, you know basically uh, it's just an outlet for them to find some help if they need, and uh, it's a definitely a good organization to uh, to go and check out. So, firefightersdown.org. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. Uh, the Geek Offensive is on all social media with the handle at Geek Offensive. And this show is part of the Geek Say What Network. Uh, big thank you to JPG for setting that up. Like we didn't thank him enough in this yeah, fucking know, episode. Right? Fuck, Fuck you, you, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Geek Say What Network has a plethora of shows on the horizon and a few available now. Uh, right now you can download uh, and listen to Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by Alex Gallet, JPG, Cole, and Anthony. 
Uh, our twice a month trivia podcast, uh, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. Um, both of those shows are available now on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or, or wherever you get your talking. Uh, but on the horizon, we have DGIF. Uh, it's Diverse Geeks in Focus, hosted by Gemma Vidal and Alex. It uh, puts marginalized issues in focus, uh, and it's uh, talking about all of it in context of the geek community. Um, and then we have RP Geek Allegories, um, bringing issues that matter to the table um jpg hosting it i don't know much more about it beyond that i'm gonna guess there's like robots in it i don't know yeah. that sounds fun right yeah JPG. sure yeah we all love robots <laughs> um but and we have a bunch of more shows coming out and you'll slowly hear about all the announcements throughout the year so please keep an eye out for that just uh keep following us on all social media at geek say what um, big shout out to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for sharing the space with us, helping us out with the equipment, and just helping us sound great. You can find them at wayland.ws, and please support their, support their uh, audio drama now available on Alpha called We're Live Frontier. Uh, lastly, this show is brought to you by the Balut Club t-shirt, which you can buy through the link on my social media, Geek Offensives, or um, that this Filipino American Life social media. It's a parody of the Bullet Club t-shirt from Pro Wrestling. Uh, click the link, fill out the form, and we'll get it sent out to you as soon as possible. They're going fast, though. We are out of mediums, so I guess you could get a large and tailor it. That'll work. Yeah, that'll work. Um, but, uh, yeah, Dave... Thank you again for fucking doing this. Yeah. Um, just for opening up and like, you know, telling us all your origin story. Yeah. It's, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. We've been, yeah, we've been trying to get this one going for a while or just like, <laughs> but I'm glad we're, um, filing, finally able to tell your story. And again, good luck tonight. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, don't forget to rate, comment and subscribe. R slash gone wild. And, uh, <laughs> Check that out to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>